Hey, this is Anna Keem, and you're listening to Dash Radio. Welcome to the world of music. Discover new music. Do you want to be the first to know? Pay attention. This is Dash Daily Discovery with DJ Harper. Yep, it's that time. Welcome into Daily Discovery. My name is DJ Hoppa. Very excited to have Anakim here with me in studio. Did I pronounce that right, Anakim? You did. It yeah. is pronounced Anakim. I'm sure people will say Anakim. All the time. Uh, frustrating? Uh, at first it was, yeah. And now you're just like tomato, tomato. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> well, we got it right. Anakim is here. That's spelled A-N-A-K-I-M, which is why people sometimes screw it up, I'm sure. Yes. Um, you've got this new project that you've recently released. It's called Heightened Sensitivity, mm-hmm. two-track EP on uh, Mousetrap Records. Mm-hmm. Tell us, though, before we get into all of that music, we're going to play both records, both Heightened Sensitivity, the title track, and Ascension as well. Tell us sort of how you got going with music. Like, What was the inspiration here? For this specific EP or just uh, in Just general? music in general. Uh, so for a very long time, I was just a bedroom producer. I started messing around uh, in my teens, uh, late teens, on FL Studios called yep. Fruity Loops back then. Yep. Everyone had the crack. So uh, <laughs> the crack version. The, the crack version. Yeah, the, the crack, crack version, version, we should say. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I was, just, I was just making hip-hop beats, and, mm. and for a very long time, I wanted to go into music. Uh, I started interning at Dimmock mm. when it was still an indie rock label. Yep. Uh, and, you know... I got I got exposed to the DJ world through Steve. Yep. Nobody else was really DJing at the time. I, I didn't know that across the world there was this huge culture of dance music. Um, so once the whole music industry implosion thing happened in the past, I wasn't sure where I wanted, what I wanted to do. Uh, went into acting for a bit. Was on. Okay. Yeah, I was on a few TV shows and whatnot. What were, the, what were the TV shows? I want to embarrass you for a second here. <laughs> I was on things like uh, CSI New York, okay. Castle, Pretty Little Liars, okay. Big Bang Theory. All right. <laughs> yeah, so, so it was cool. It was fun. It didn't make me happy, though. Mm. And all, I would be going to shows all the time. I'd be going to concerts all the time. And all my friends were like, you know, all the tracks that you made in the past, they were really good. Have, you should maybe think about taking this seriously. And I was like, hmm. no, nah, no, nah, I, don't, I don't know about that. And then I found out about this school called Icon Collective mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. Burbank. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of, of bass music artists that came out of there really blew up. And that's what made me take notice of this school. And I was like, you know, maybe I should look into this thing a little bit more. Went, interviewed, showed them my tracks. Two weeks later, I was in class and went into hermit mode for a whole year and I was trying to figure out my sound at the time mm. came out of icon making this proggy sort of techno nice yeah nice uh what a transition yeah now, what were some of your biggest influences when you were you know in in classes and sort of developing this because you came in I assume the tracks that you were showing initially were hip hop were your hip hop tracks yeah um I guess they've sort of helped mold you into this Anakim that is today, but yeah. uh, talk to me about some of the the moments that happen inside of uh, inside of the classroom. Um, so I had a friend who was the head of business development for this uh, this major underground festival. It's called Desert Hearts. Mm. Um, he kept telling me, you know, because at the t- at the time it's it's embarrassing to talk about now, but 
if I didn't go through this phase, I wouldn't have found this deeper style of music. Like I was very into main stage in the past mm, mm-hmm. from all my years of raving. And he was like, you gotta come to my festival. I swear to you, this is, you, once you hear this style of music, you're gonna figure out that this is where you actually belong. Hmm. And he was absolutely right. I, I, there was this epiphany when I was there and I was wow. like, you know, I heard this set, it was very intergalactic, it was very deep, it was very driving, very sexy. And I'm like, what is this style of music? I'm gonna figure out how to make this. Mm. And this was literally first quarter that I was in school and I dedicated the rest of the year to figuring out how to make this style of music, even, even to the point that a lot of my mentors at Icon, because there was basically two people at Icon who were trying to make this style of music that, that I do. And one of them is actually on Mousetrap also. Mm. He goes by the name Rinzen. Uh, it was me and Michael who were just trying to figure out this style of music. Our mentors didn't really know how to help us, but right. we took what we could right. and we applied it with different techniques and, and yeah, now I just make the sound. That's awesome, man. Mm-hmm. That's awesome to have stumbled on that and so timely. The yeah, way, the way that that works. Yeah, out. without yeah. question. Yeah. I all gratitude goes to my friend Andy for that one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's really important actually to have people around. I mean, you've already now cited two instances in which you know friends around you mm-hmm. really help shape this whole direction for you. Yeah people encouraging you to, you know, people who almost like know you better than you know yourself. Type yeah. Of thing, you know? yeah. Uh, yeah. To me, they're, they were almost like, like a godsend mm-hmm. essentially, because Absolutely. they really helped steer me to, to, to what I'm doing today. And I can't thank them enough. Absolutely, man. Um, all right. I want to get into this here. Uh, what do you prefer that we play first, Ascension or uh, hi- heightened sensitivity? Uh, let's play heightened sensitivity first because, okay. because yeah, I put them in that order purposely. Yep. Tell me a little bit about the, the project as a whole. So, the project as a whole, heightened sensitivity, is a concept based on spiritual awakening. Mm. And I've been reading a lot of books lately, and, and I just said to myself one day, I'm like, you know, what does sort of, uh, when you have heightened sensitivity, it means you're becoming more aware to the, the fact that there could be more out there, like a mm. deeper consciousness mm-hmm. and stuff. So with heightened sensitivity, that's the first stage of a spiritual awakening. And ascension is when you've hit self-realization. So that's why it's heightened sensitivity. Yep. And in that, and in that order. So let's, let's play it in that order. And, um, yeah, let's do that. Here we go. Uh, this is Anakim. He's hanging out with us here in studio. This is heightened sensitivity off the EP heightened sensitivity. Here we go.
discover new music and new artists. The Dash Daily Discovery with DJ Harper. I feel like we just got done on a journey, man. We went went through heightened sensitivity, hit ascension, and then came back down here. That was the goal. That was that was good, man. That was good. I've got Anakeem here with me in studio. We're talking about his new EP called Heightened Sensitivity. I'm out everywhere now. Uh, tell me a little bit more. We were talking as the as the music was going also about this concept of deep space. Mm-hmm. Talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah, so so I've always been really fascinated with outer space and and the potential for what's out there because as human beings, we haven't even touched the iceberg of what's potentially out there. So space and essentially every single track I make is sort of a mini soundtrack to what I think interstellar travel could be like. Mm. You know, whether it's it's just cruising through uh, space or you're coming up on, you know, this foreign planet. Maybe they're hostile beings. That would probably bleed mm. into more of a harder style track that I make. Right. Or, you know, if it's really serene and beautiful, then I make something a little bit more dreamy. But, but that's always been my guiding light. But that's also a bigger metaphor for the deep inner space that resides in you. Hmm. And through meditation and whatnot, you could hit pockets of yourself that you didn't even know existed. Right. Right. It's so true. There's so much that we don't even know about all of this. Exactly. Like we're walking around, like we exactly. have no idea what's in all of this as well. Um, that's really that's really interesting. Were you always interested in this? Like as a kid, interested in space and whatnot? Oh yeah, as a kid, I was absolutely fascinated with space. But there there was a period in time where I didn't really pay attention to it, and then um, sort of in my early twenties, that's when I started paying attention to it a little mm. bit more. Mm. And I never thought that it would be sort of this driving force in my music. Mm-hmm. But once once I went to that festival and I, I heard that style of, of deep driving intergalactic sound that I didn't know existed, yeah. it all fit perfectly with one of my major interests. So, Have you gotten in touch with Elon Musk and, and figured this out? We're I mean, working we on this, it. Like, yeah, <laughs> this will be the soundtrack for the next uh, SpaceX project. Um, no, I love that, man. You've got some big things that you've done already, obviously, like some big shows that you've played, including uh, playing Coachella, which is, what was that like? Yeah, I played Coachella this year. I played the Yuma Tent. Uh, I was just telling my publicist, Megan, that for the last seven years, I went to Coachella as a fan. Yeah. It's one of my favorite festivals in the world. I went with the same crew uh, all seven years. Little did I know in my eighth year, I would be playing it Mm-hmm. And I'd be playing my dream stage because the Yuma Ten is, is basically like a nightclub in the middle of the desert. Mm-hmm. It's just beautiful production, amazing sound. All my favorite artists play there. So when I played there this year, it was, it was surreal and, and a total dream come true. Were those same friends there as well? You know, what's funny. This was the one year they didn't go. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, playing really guys, and you guys aren't on. going this yeah, year? Come right, on. Right, right. <laughs> but I had a lot of other friends surprise me at my set. So it was, it was beautiful. And made, and made a lot of new friends there too. Yeah, I absolutely. Imagine, I imagine. Um, amazing. Uh, I want to let people know too this. I don't know how many people know that you are a proud graduate of UCLA. I am as well, which is, of UCLA. Which is very interesting because, you know, obviously there are, some great musicians that are out there, many of which have 
not gone to college mm -hmm. and, and earned a college degree. You double majored at UCLA. Yes. Um, and you use your degree every day. Every single day. <laughs> I, I double majored in environmental science and geography. And as you can tell, it bleeds through my music. So. Right, right, right. No, for sure. I've talked to people a little bit about, you know, I guess the the benefit of that for you. I mean, you, you went to school and, you know, do you still keep in touch with a lot of people that you went to school with? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I have this core group of friends who I've been friends with. They were actually the ones who introduced me to my first rave ever mm. back at EDC 2010, the mm. last EDC that was in LA. Uh, had no idea at the time that that moment would literally change my life. Yeah. Because here I am trying to give back to a community that I absolutely fell in love with. Yep. Yep. I, I, it's one of the things that I like to advise young people on too. It's, it's college is not for everybody for sure. And, uh, and these days, you know, higher education, what you're learning inside the classroom, you know, oftentimes most people aren't actually applying that necessarily to their everyday life, mm -hmm. but the, the benefit is really in the relationships that are gained in this yes. sort of rite of passage that, you know, yes. people go through in college and, and, and the friendships that are gained from that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, prior to that, I was, I was extremely shy. Mm. Uh, I could barely speak in front of a group of 10 people. Right. And through those friendships that I made, at UCLA and, and the the social environment that I was in, it sort of brought me out of my shell. And yeah, it made me the person that I am today. Yeah, there's a lot of growing up too that happens. Without question. At college, you know, away Without from question. home, having to, having to figure things out on your yeah. own. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, well, we're very excited about the things that are coming up for you. Tell everybody uh, sort of what is on the horizon or some of the, what you can share, what's on the horizon. Um, so I have a collab going on right now with this amazing up and coming techno producer named Brendan Gray. Uh, no details on when that's going to be out, mm. but we are working together. Uh, I have a release coming up on this amazing label called ICO NYC. It's a deeper progressive label. So I have a remix coming out on, on one of their EPs. I can't say which artist just yet. Mm. I have another track coming out on the Understated Volume 1 compilation. Understated is a large underground crew of DJs, and they throw really awesome warehouse parties here in Los Angeles. Uh, they were the ones who gave me my, my first release, basically, the EP that, that kind of propelled me nice. in this industry. And then outside of that, I'm going to go back in the studio and create my second or my newest EP. Nice. Yeah. Nice, man. Well, uh, thank you for being here. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, of course. Can't wait to hear for, um, can't wait to hear from you on how everything else turns out for you this at the end of this year and into next year as well. Um, Anna Keem, you can listen back to this entire interview on my website where we've archived it on hopperworld.com. I've got links back to all of Anna Keem's stuff as well, but uh, really quickly, how can they find you on social media? On social media, I am Anakim Music across all socials. and A-N-A-K-I-M Music yes. on everything. Yep. And on SoundCloud, it's just Anakim. Nice. Nice. Uh, everybody, we want to thank you for tuning in as well to Daily Discovery. Uh, we will see you guys tomorrow. I usually like to end things like this. Music is life and life is good. Everybody have a great one out there.